Earth to Brit can be found wherever you go for your next podcast fix. My handle on Instagram and Facebook is Earth to Brit Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Earth to Brit Pod. Emails can be sent to earth to Brit.podcast at gmail.com. The podcast website is www.anchor.fm slash earth to Brit. Remember, Brit is spelled with two T's. B-R-I-T-T. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. This is a Yellow Wave production. What up, world? Britt here at Earth to Britt, uh, coming at you with a whole new episode. And this week is part one of a two-parter. And we're going to go right back to psychology because I decided we're going to talk about the MBTI personality test. You might know it by that name. You might know it by the Myers-Briggs, or you might just know your type. Like you've probably heard people say, I'm in ESTJ or INFJ, all these letters. I'm here to explain it to you and to urge you to take this test. And I'm going to provide you with three, I think maybe four different websites. And I know for a fact that two of those provide free online tests. And I've taken both of them because I know my type just to be sure that they're legit and that they give you good information and that they're accurate and consistent. And they are. So they passed the test for me. I will provide the links in the show notes. Um, And a, a quick little disclaimer, I'm not claiming that anything I ever talk about, like, let me give you an example. I love human design. I love the Enneagram. I love MBTI, what we're going to talk about this week and next and I love astrology. However, and I also get to know everything I can about all of those things, but I do not take any one of those or even all of them combined as the absolute truth because even with every bit of information that's available to us about ourselves, we are so much more than that. So I just use it as a guide, basically. And I'm the type of person who likes to learn everything I can about every subject. So why not do that for myself? Like, why wouldn't I want to learn as much about myself as possible? So basically, I do this. I love the information. I'm constantly keeping updated with it. And then I fill in the blanks from there. It's great. Uh, It has also helped me to understand and relate and coexist with other people, especially types that are very, very opposite of mine or that clash with mine or that require more work to be together with my type. And yeah, I just, it's, in, it's invaluable information. So here I need you to do something for me. I need you to picture, have you ever played the game Hangman? Which as I'm thinking about it, it's, that's a really morbid game. I'm not, that's so weird. But aside from that, this is a great example to make it a visual for people who need that visual perception. 
picture hangman, but there's four letters. Everyone has four letters, okay? And there's a combination of all these letters that equal up to 16 different personality types. So each type, like I said, has four letters. We're going to go through those right now. The first letter, you are going to have either an I or you're going to have an E. The I stands for, for the beep. Man, it's like, can I talk? I know, I know I can. I can do it. I can do it. Okay. The I stands for introvert. The E stands for extrovert. And this first letter is basically a description of how you get your energy. So if you're an introvert, if you get that letter I, that means that you get your mental energy from being alone. If you come out of this test with an E, that means extrovert, and you get mental energy from being with people. The second letter in our hangman game is an N, which stands for intuition, or you will get an S, which stands for sensing. And this is how you take in information. So if you get an N for intuition, you take in information via patterns, impressions, and possibilities. If you get an S, you take in information via the five senses. Like it's a very physical thing. Whereas the N is more of a visual um, possibility. Think of that. And then the third letter in our hangman game is going to be either an F or a T. The F in this letter stands for feeling and the T stands for thinking. And this is categorizes how you make decisions. So if you get an F for feeling, you make decisions based on how you feel. If you get a T for this letter, thinking, you make decisions based on logic, which is so foreign to me. To make a decision based on logic, I cannot even understand how that's a thing. Because to me, if you, first of all, it's obvious I have an F in this letter category. In the third spot, mine is an F. I think logically because I'm a human, so I do think and I know what logic is, but to make a decision based on logic versus the feeling I have is absurd and foreign. And I don't even know that I could, I truly physically do not think that I could do that. So that says a lot right there. It's pretty accurate. Okay. Last and final letter is going to be a P or a J. The P stands for perceiving The J stands for judgment. And this is basically describes your preferred lifestyle. So if you get a P for perceiving, you prefer to let things play out by themselves. Basically, hands off, don't interfere, you just trust the flow. If you get a J for judging or judgment, it depends on what source you look at, you prefer to have control and plans. So I have a P in this. Let me just, I'll just, I was going to wait, but why? I've talked about it enough. You guys, if you know me at all, you probably know my type. I am an INFP, so an introvert, intuition, feeling, and perceiving. So basically, as (laughs) head in the sky, up in the clouds, just completely detached from reality according to most people's view, which is not true at all. I'm actually very attached to reality but in a different way than most people are. Um, So I'm an INFP and I can tell you right now this last part 
to have control and plans to me, I recognize that as not even a real thing that's an illusion because I have learned and I know for a fact I have zero control. And why the hell would I make plans? Because things change, boom, 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 over and over. I'm not about to waste my energy trying to correct everything. I'm just going to go with the flow. I'd rather ride the wave however it shows up and enjoy it however it shows up and not fight it. So yeah, I'm an INFP. Um, and actually I do need to take a quick break so that I can get this next section ready for you guys and play one ad. And then when I come back, we will get deeper into the categories and yeah. So when I come back, I'm going to tell you about different types, how many types there are, and then we're going to be covering the first eight this week. Next week will be the last eight. Okay, let's do this. Bookworms, this one's for you. The search for your next book to read ends here. Recently released, A Killer's Wife is perfect for all my true crime friends. The best part? It's part of a series, so you'll have more to look forward to once you've finished. Written by best-selling author of The Neon Lawyer, Victor Methos, A Killer's Wife is a gripping thriller about a prosecutor confronted with the darkest part of her past and the worst fears for her future. Jam-packed with conflict that you'll easily relate to and plenty of twists and turns that'll keep you at the edge of your seat. It's everything needed for a great read, guaranteed to satisfy any suspenseful cravings you may have. Available in Kindle format, audiobook, hardcover, paperback, and even audio CD. Get yours today at Amazon.com. you're in quarantine anyway, most likely. And if you're not, it's highly likely that you need a break and you deserve it. So truly read that book, look it up, or anything written by him, Victor Mathis. He, I don't know, there's something about his writing that just really, really resonated with me. And it got me through a very dark time after I had my son with uh, maternity leave and then uh, postpartum big time and just trying to heal from almost dying. I mean, it was a really wild ride and somehow I came out on the other side. <laughs> I made it and I, I attribute a big part of that to him because no, he wasn't talking to me directly, but just reading his work gave me whatever I needed to get through that time. And I'm forever grateful for it. And I, I really do enjoy his books. So just check them out. I'm telling you, I'm not getting paid for this. Do yourself a favor. It's not going to hurt anything. Moving right along, I want to go through these letters again. The four, Think of the hangman game. We've got to come up with a better name for this, by the way. Um, fill in the blank. We're doing it that. Fill in the blank. We're going to, I want to explain more about the E and the I, the S and the N, the F, the T, or the P and the J, because that's just, that's the fruit of it. That's the meat of it. So I'm going to explain that. Then I'm going to tell you the 16 different types, and then we will go into the eight types that I'm covering this week. 
this week and next week, I will be covering, like I said, eight types, four extroverted types, and then four introverted types. And we're going to just do it that way because it's it, it kind of provides like a dichotomy, like an opposite in a way. So it'll be great. It'll be fun. So for E, the first letter, it's E or I, the extroverted. Um, basically, this is characteristics of each letter. High energy. They talk more than they listen. I'm thinking of so many extroverts I know right now, and it's hard not to laugh. <laughs> they think out loud, act, then think love being around people, prefer public roles, prefer doing many things at once, easily distracted, outgoing, and enthusiastic. On the other side of that, think of this also like yin and yang if you want, because it's kind of similar. The I for introverts, they have quiet energy, listen more than talk, think quietly inside their heads, they think then act, they feel comfortable being alone, prefer to work behind the scenes, have great concentration skills, focus on one thing at a time, and they are self-contained and reserved. Next, we're on that second letter for the fill-in-the-blank game, S or N, sensors or intuitives. For the sensors, they focus on details and specifics, admire a practical solution, notice details and remember facts, are pragmatic, see what is, live in the here and now, trust actual experience, like to use established steps. They like step-by-step instructions and they work at a steady pace. For the N, the intuitives, they focus on the big picture. They admire creative ideas, notice anything new or different, are inventive and see what could be. Think about future implications, trust their gut instincts, prefer to learn new skills, like to figure things out themselves, and work in bursts of energy. Next, third section, that third letter in the fill in the blank game is the F or the T, feeler or thinker. Feelers decide based on their feelings. They appear warm and friendly, are convinced by how they feel, are diplomatic and tactful, value harmony and compassion, take many things personally. They are quick to compliment others, are motivated by appreciation, and avoid arguments and conflicts. On the other side of that, as a thinker, they make decisions objectively. They appear cool and reserved, convinced by rational arguments, are honest and direct, value honesty and fairness, take few things personally, are good at seeing flaws, are motivated by achievement, and they argue or debate issues for fun. (laughs) I cannot relate. It's just so wild. And also, before we do the last letter, there's no right or wrong. There's no one that's good or bad. It's just you're going to, as you go through this and you learn more about it, if you haven't taken it yet, or if, even if you have, as you d- dive into this with me, it you're going to notice like how crazy different it is. But it's so awesome because there's so many different combinations, which to me is, it's just mind blowing. And I'm so fascinated. Okay, last letter, the P or the J. For P, the perceivers, they like to keep their options open. They're playful and casual, are less aware of time and may run late. (laughs) I feel like I feel called out. I feel seen and I feel like I've been, I feel attacked. (laughs) 
Uh, they, they prefer to start projects. They prefer to play first, work later. They have difficulty making decisions. They question the need for many rules. They like to keep plans flexible and they want the freedom to be spontaneous. It's so satisfying because that's 100% true. So then on the other side is J for judges. Uh, these people like to have things settled. They take responsibilities seriously. They pay attention to time and are prompt. They prefer to finish projects. They work first, play later. They seek closure, and they see the need for most rules. They like to make and stick with plans, and they find comfort in schedules. So all of these little letter, these four letters can be jumbled up into 16 different types, and these types are ESTJ, ESTP, ESFJ, ESFP, ISTJ, ISTP, ISFJ, ISFP, ENTJ, ENTP, ENFJ, ENFP, INTJ, INTP, INFJ, and INFP. So this week, we're going to talk about ESTJ, ESTP, ESFJ, ESFP, and then we're going to talk about INTJ, INTP, INFJ, and INFP. Next week, we'll do the others. I did this on purpose. I did the opposites, but then they're equals as opposites, if that makes sense. If I could show you this, then you'll understand. And maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll snap, uh, take a picture of this and then mark the ones we're doing this week and then next week. Either way, don't worry. You're going to learn. I've got you. I've got you with this. I've got you with resources that you can look up on your own. You will be just fine. It's not as crazy as it sounds. It's just a little confusing when you're talking about it like that, even for me. And I've been doing this for years. So don't worry, it's gonna be okay. She moved with the machine, played a game to change it. This is how it is to be. First up, as promised, is the ESTJ personality type. So ESTJs approach life with a desire to organize it and make it more effective for everyone. They quickly notice what should be changed, critiqued, or structured in a way to make things more efficient and productive. They tend to organize people as well as themselves in order to achieve success. They do this not only because they enjoy getting things done, but they believe, they truly believe that effective and fair systems create a better world for everyone. Justice and fairness are of paramount importance in their lives, and as such, they believe that fair and equal rules need to be enforced so that the world is a safer, happier place. Real quick, I'm going to insert my own as I move the mic. So if the, if you hear that, uh, that's what that was. But I'm thinking Libra. For astrology, like if ESTJs had a sign, it would be Libra so far. So ESTJs have many talents. They are often the supervisors, doctors, stockbrokers, teachers, and attorneys of the world. They're extremely detail-oriented and skilled at planning, inspecting, and leading. They can easily see when things are out of order and have an irresistible urge to organize information and ideas into an easy-to-follow format. 
This means that in group situations, when people feel stuck or lost or even unsure of what to do, they are able to come up with simplified step-by-step plans for people to follow. They take care of people by noticing the details that are significant and compiling them into a practical plan of action. They are often trusted for their grounded, responsible, and trustworthy nature. The driving force of the ESTJ is to create order out of chaos, to achieve goals, segment, systemize, and organize in order to create efficiency. Their backup strength is that they are skilled at reviewing and recalling impressions and details from the past. They use history, hindsight, and experience to optimize current and future situations. ESTJ's weaknesses are that they might ignore their own feelings in order to stay focused on goals and objectives. They can become convinced that their values are right for everyone and may be pushy or insensitive at times. Stressors for the ESTJ are being out of control, being in emotionally turbulent situations, unpredictability, disorder, having incompetent leadership, working with procrastinators, and having their values violated. Let's see. Okay, so like, I'm just trying to look at this to see what is best for you to know about this. Okay. At their best, ESTJs have a clear vision, focus, and commitment to their goals. They lead by example and delegate effectively, leading their communities or workplaces or teams to places of effective action. They make it a priority to hear others' views and aim to be supportive and understanding in their decisions. They have a strong sense of objectivity about their decision, but they are quickly able to see the strengths of people with opposite preferences. In fact, at this stage, they don't mind going to people with opposite preferences and asking for their advice so that they can make more balanced decisions. ESTJs at this level are hardworking and dependable, but they also know how to relax and enjoy the simpler pleasures in life. They're more open to their intuition and enjoy looking at different perspectives and brainstorming or even imagining possibilities. They take time to carefully process information before making a decision, and they do that so that they can ensure that they are being fair and reasonable. Healthy ESTJs are able to accept criticism (laughs) And even if they don't agree with it, with curiosity and open-mindedness. Love that. Um, At their most mature, ESTJs are driven towards results and goal achievement, but they also realize that sometimes this can be ego-driven. They are more accepting of other people and their views and are skilled at gently encouraging people towards growth and development. They care about making sure their values are in line with their decisions, and they often have one or two causes that are very important to them, something like charities, political, or religious causes. Unhealthy ESTJs uh, tend to appear aggressive, domineering, and confrontational. They quickly notice inefficiencies and imperfections and can give very opinionated criticism of these things. They may be so focused on wrongs that need to be righted that they forget to see the good things that people are doing. They can intimidate people by being overpowering, condescending, and competitive. At this level, ESTJs will criticize anyone who criticizes them. In the workplace, they like to be in charge and tend to micromanage people under their control. 
Although they're diligent and hardworking, they also tend to be insensitive toward others and they pride themselves on their brutal honesty without consideration for how it might impact people. If they feel insecure or overly stressed, they might develop a martyr complex. During these moments, they feel that everything is left to them, that they are the only dependable ones, and they build up an image of themselves as the strong person, the one strong person, the only one who can do it, the only one who has the resources to do this for everyone else. Um, Let's see. I'm just trying to go through. I think that's good. So a lot of these, if you look up Truity and the human metrics that I'm going to put in the show notes, uh, also 16 personalities or Google it, learn about it. I guarantee you, you will learn so much about each type. Like there's things about good careers. Actually, let's do that. Let me real quick look up good careers for ESTJ. Um, and then there's also like romance, uh, family, ESTJ as a parent. It, it's really, 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 really a lot of information that you I, I encourage you to look up, but unfortunately, even with doing two segments, I, d- I can't possibly cover each one how it needs to be covered. So good career tests for ESTJ, not tests, <laughs> good careers for ESTJ are management, business management, management in, pump, in a public sector, stockbroker, accounting, engineering, construction specialist, truck driver, bus driver, FYI, those two threw me for a loop, but it kind of makes sense if you learn even more about ESTJs. Uh, military training, police, security services, and law. So like I said, there's so much more information that it, it feels endless for each type. There is Each type has just the same amount of information as the last one, even the rare ones. So whether it's a common type or a rare one, you're, it's going to be full of information if you just go to those sites that I provide, I promise. So next up, we have, why did this lock on me? Okay, next up, we are going to talk about ESTP. Actually, no, let's go to the other side. We're going to do INTJ. I almost forgot to tell you some famous ESTJs. So the following are strictly U.S. presidents. James Monroe, Andrew Jackson, William Henry Harrison, uh, Franklin Pierce, Grover Cleveland, Harry S. Truman, Lyndon B. Johnson, and George W. Bush. Next, we have uh, just whatever, just people, (laughs) I guess. Gary Nation, Elliot Ness, John D. Rockefeller, Betty Davis, Robert A. Taft, Sam Walton, uh, who is the owner and founder of Walmart stores, Barbara Stanwyck, Reverend Billy Graham, Dale Bumpers, a U.S. Senator, by the way, that's who Dale is, uh, Phil Fulmer, the head coach, the head football coach of the University of Tennessee Vols. I don't know if this is accurate, but at one point he was. Uh, Pat Head Summit, head basketball coach of the Lady Vols. Again, not sure if he still is, but at one point in time, he was. And then Bill Frist, a U.S. Senate in Maryland, looks like. So a lot of politics, <laughs> politicians. Um, and then fictional, I thought there's a couple, but the one I thought you guys would like is Lucy from Charlie Brown, Peanut, the Peanuts character. Lucy, 
She is an ESTJ. This is what I'm made with. This is love. Next up is the INTJ. Uh, INTJs approach life with a desire to understand the deeper meaning of all things. They see everything from a global perspective and can quickly connect new information to overall patterns. They're also quick to pick up on themes, connections, and likely outcomes, which helps them to be prepared and rarely surprised. These types have a great deal of inner drive that they use to implement their ideas and visions. Their gift for synthesizing complicated ideas into solid, tangible realities is often unmatched. They tend to be the philosophers, scientists, and inventors of the world. They seek to understand the essential nature of all things, and they view everything in the broadcast most complex level possible. They see life as having many layers of meaning, and their goal is to peel back each layer to discover a deeper sense of understanding. For the INTJ, life is about understanding the background processes of reality. Their intuition drives them to understand the meaning of life itself. Another hallmark of this type is that they don't want to just contemplate life's meaning. They want to put their thoughts into action. They have a gift for organizing ideas, objects, and information to achieve objectives and be productive. Excellent planners and strategists, they seem to innately know how to structure their world so that tasks are completed in a timely way. The driving force of an E, uh, not E, nope, INTJ, is to understand the dance of the universe. Uh, they want to see the underlying meaning of all things. Their backup strength is their ability of understanding how to organize and structure the outside world to achieve objectives. An eye for logical organization and analysis is characteristic for these people. Weaknesses, they can lose track of details by focusing so much on the abstract. They may become out of touch with reality or panic when having to deal with a lot of details unexpectedly. Stressors for INTJs include lack of alone time, overstimulation, navigating unfamiliar places, dealing with irrational people, multitasking, and focusing on nitty-gritty details. Um, 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 just wait for it, wait for it. I'm just trying to find the... Okay, at their best. At their best, INTJs have visionary insight, wisdom, open-mindedness, and strategic capability. They're able to synthesize complex issues, and they seem to understand the deeper meanings and perspective behind what's going on around them. So again, open-minded and kind, they appreciate people with different preferences and see the value of sensing and feeling and perceiving preferences rather than believing their mentality is the best one. They're accepting of others, and while they still like to be productive, they also know how to relax and enjoy the simple pleasures in life. It's important to these INTJs to learn from a variety of people and to be slow to judge. At this level, they're usually more in touch with the physical world than they are at average or unhealthy levels. So like the healthier you are as an INTJ, the more in touch you are. They seem revolutionary as healthy INTJs in their thinking. They're observant and curious, and they see relationships and things that seem unrelated to most people. They're aware of their weaknesses as well as their strengths, and they rely on their long-range thinking to make wise decisions and mentor people around them. Unhealthy INTJs 
uh, they might overuse their intuition and experience it in an inflated, unrealistic way. They appear single-minded, intolerant, impractical, and checked out of their surroundings. Often, they'll rely on their thinking process to justify their ideas and organize them. However, their lack of attention to detail will cause cause their plans to be less effective than they could be. They often fall into the trap of forcing logic to comply with their ideas, their visions, or their arguments. In conflict situations, unhealthy INTJs tend to state their opinion decidedly and then withdraw or imply that the other side is just irrational without fully hearing them out. They're often seen by others as condescending, reclusive, pessimistic, and dismissive. It's hard for them to connect with people because they are so quick to find fault with others and they have no problem criticizing other people's level of intelligence before hearing them out and getting all the relevant facts and details. They can also be task-focused to the point of work workaholism. <laughs> what is that word? It's like I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Does anyone at this point? Come on. Okay, work, like they become workaholics. Or in contrast, they may be so caught up in their ideas and visions that they fail to be productive at all. Some INTJs spend the majority of their lives at an average or healthy state, while others fluctuate between the three states depending on their stress levels, environment, and or maturity. Every individual's experience will vary. So now I'll tell you about some famous INTJs. Nope, actually, lie. Careers. What are good careers for INTJs? Careers that suit INTJs are accountant or auditor, financial ana- analyst. Why can't analysis? <laughs> I'm wanting to add extra syllables to everything. Um, logistician, management consultant, market research analyst. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> I'm kidding. Financial advisor, top executive, actuary, what even is that? Mathematician, statistician. I, I want to throw up at this point. <laughs> I'm not hating. It's just honestly the exact opposite of me. Um, aerospace engineer, architect, biomedical engineer, civil engineer, computer hardware engineer, electrical engineer, environmental engineer, mechanical engineer, judge or hearing officer, lawyer, paralegal. Atmospheric scientist, biochemist, or biophysicist. <laughs> I can't wait to read my type because it's not going to be any of these things. Chemist or material scientist, economist, environmental scientist, medical scientist, microbiologist, political scientist, pharmacist, physician or surgeon, computer programmer, computer systems analyst, network administrator, software developer, computer and IS manager, computer scientist. Another scientist, not surprised. Industrial designer, editor, translator, photographer, technical writer, or writer. Now those I can get on board with. And then some famous INTJs are, wait, I just had this. Lord. Okay, we've got Friedrich Nietzsche, Michelle Obama, Elon Musk, Christopher Nolan, Vladimir Putin, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Colin Powell, Samantha Power, Walter White from Breaking Bad, uh, Peter Baelish, Littlefinger on Game of Thrones. Believe it or not, I never watched that show. Another one from Game of Thrones is Tywin Lannister. Uh, Now we're getting into some more. Okay, so like 
fictional characters were still on this apparently. Katniss Everdeen from The Hunger Games. And then we have Jay Gatsby from The Great Gatsby. Also, a fun fact, Ivanka Trump, she is an INTJ as well. This is what I'm made with. This is love. For all of my ESTP fans out there, this one is for you. ESTPs are energetic thrill seekers who are at their best when putting out fires, whether literal or metaphorical. They bring a sense of dynamic energy to their interactions with others and the world around them. You guys are able to assess situations quickly and move adeptly to respond to immediate problems with practical solutions. Active and playful, ESTPs are often the life of the party and have a great sense of humor. You use your keen powers of observation to assess your audience and adapt quickly to keep interactions exciting. Although you typically appear super social, sometimes, although rare, you're sensitive. The ESTP prefers to keep things fast-paced and silly rather than emotional or serious. You are often natural athletes. You easily navigate your physical environment and are typically highly coordinated. You like to use this physical aptitude in the pursuit of excitement and adventure, and you often enjoy putting your skills to the test in risky or even dangerous activities. Side note, I'm thinking of a really good friend of mine that she has to be an ESTP. There's no way she's not. Stay tuned. Maybe I'll give you a shout out later. Uh, Your focus is action in the moment. You're engaged with your environment and you solve practical problems quickly. You're excellent in emergencies. And because of that, like the reason you're so good at that is because you can apply your logical reasoning in situations where immediate action is absolutely necessary. And that is a huge skill that I don't think should be overlooked or undermined. Long-term goals are less interesting to you because you prefer to see tangible results in the moment. The first thing you notice about an ESTP is probably going to be their energy. They're often chatting, joking, and flirting with friends and strangers alike. You enjoy engaging playfully with others and amusing everyone around you with your irreverent sense of humor. You tend to keep people on their toes, never quite knowing what you're going to poke fun at next. ESTPs are unabashedly gregarious with people, but your interest in individuals may not last long. You're more likely to work a room, having a laugh with everyone, than you are to engage in depth with any one person. ESTPs are comfortable in their physical environment, and they always look out for some action or activity. They tend to be the most naturally coordinated of all the types, and they're often found, like I've said before, playing sports or engaging in various physical activities, especially ones with an element of danger. (laughs) Skydiving anyone, that's what comes to mind just about every time. Uh, They are the stereotypical adrenaline junkies, and they might be found, oh my (laughs) god. I am always doing this, like proving to the world that I don't read ahead. (laughs) I copy and paste everything and I just go with it. Okay. Where was I? I have no time to waste. Um, um, um. Oh, adrenaline junkies. And you guys might be found skydiving. Insert foot in the mouth because I cannot help myself. 
motorcycle racing. Why not just say riding a motorcycle? Whatever. Or any other extreme sport. Um, Famous ESTPs include Donald Trump. Sorry, guys. Or not sorry, depending on where you fall in that, but yikes. Um, hmm, Jack Nicholson, Winston Churchill, Mae West, Eddie Murphy, Bruce Willis, Madonna, Evil Knievel, Ernest Hemingway, Michael J. Fox, Samuel L. Jackson, um, Lucille Ball, Natalie Cole, Joan Cusack, and Jamie Lannister, Game of Thrones, which I've never seen. So I'm ho- I hope I say those names correctly, but that goes for every name I say ever. It That is never, ever, ever a guarantee. Next up, we have INTP. Would you believe that I forgot to include strengths and weaknesses for the ESTP? Well, believe it. But also, you better believe that I caught that and I'm here to bring it to you. Even though it might not be in the same order as everybody else's type, I feel like this happened for exactly the perfect type, the ESTP, who is in the moment and action and wants that adrenaline rush. So here you go for a podcast version of Adrenaline Rush. I mixed up the order. That sounds incredibly boring and it kind of is, but it's also very frustrating. So strengths of the ESTP, you have a can-do attitude. You're known to be bold, personable, and sociable, and direct. And with that directness, because of that, you are very efficient. Some of your weaknesses are you tend to be judgmental, impatient, unstructured, and can sometimes be commitment phobic. There you have it. I hope that was worth it. It was to me because I am thorough and I feel like we all need for all the types to, we deserve the same information. You're welcome. This is what I'm made with. This is love. Next up is the INTP personality type. So INTPs approach life with a desire to grasp the underlying principles of everything around them. You're not so interested in surface level realities. You want to know the systems and essential components that make everything work. You're drawn to complex and elegant theories and models that you can dig into and explore in depth. Theory, I, theory. (laughs) At this point, it's just kind of funny how because I've, I'm assuming, have been in quarantine like everyone else, I, it's like language, what is that? What are words? I already, when it comes time to record, it's like I turn into a, like a blubbering mess. But when you've been inside of your house for, I honestly have lost track of the days. I'm sure I could figure it out, but I have no desire to know the number of days. Um, yeah, it's really hard to speak the English language. Let me try that again. We're, see, it's also hard to read, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> you have to laugh at yourself. You just do. Okay, theor- <laughs> now I'm overthinking it. Fuck. Theorizing, kind of nailed it, whatever. I'll give it, I'll give it to myself because I'm the only one here. <laughs> Analyzing, 
and learning are all activities that bring you energy and excitement, which we all need some of that. Uh, When presented with new information, you want to explore it and toss out any inaccuracies or logical inconsistencies that hamper the truth. More than anything, the INTP seeks truth, precision, and clarity of thought. I can totally respect that. You're not afraid to question social norms or rules in an effort to live a life that is honest and based on your own inner principles. Let me just real quick throw in here that the INTP is very similar to an INFP, but like a sister, like a sibling, like a a sister or a brother, if that makes sense. Uh, You have many talents. They are innumerable. Like you're full of wisdom and secrets and talents and it's amazing. You're the inventors, artists, engineers, writers, and troubleshooters of the world. You believe in generating ideas that will advance technology or human understanding. Imaginative and conceptual, you enjoy tinkering with ideas and objects to transform the world around you and make new discoveries. As a driving force, you like to analyze, categorize, and evaluate information to understand how everything works and how it's connected. Your backup strength is to explore alternatives, generate ideas, and discover hidden meanings and interconnections. Some weaknesses are that you might be so focused on the logic of something that you lose sight of the human impacts of their decisions. What? Hold on. You might be so focused on the logic of something that you lose sight of the human impacts. Okay, that's not how I would word that. Whatever. You lose sight of how, as a human, you can impact other people in the world with your decisions. Uh, You can be overly critical to a fault, or you can be out of touch with the needs of others. Some stressors for you are excessive social socializing. <laughs> Definitely can't say that word. What even is that? Does anyone remember? Okay, now I'm being dramatic and I can't help it because I cannot stop laughing at myself. <laughs> and that I think is probably when you know that you're, I don't even, what, what am, what is happening? Um, if you could see my face, if I could see my face right now, that'd be great. Because I'm pretty sure I look like I'm strung out on something. I'm not. I'm just, I've, it's been, in, I've been inside for how long? It, also, you guys, if you're from Illinois, you're very well aware of the fact that we haven't seen the sun in three damn days. <laughs> I can't even say that without laughing. You know, like the song. However, it's hilarious because if it were only three days, I'd I'd feel a little bit more grateful. It's been a lot longer than three days since I've seen the sun. So, uh, yeah, Kid Rock, you kind of failed on that song for us anyways. I got to I got to keep this shit together because I'm really, really cutting it close with time. Aren't I always? You guys just wait until we get to my type because it's all going to make you, listen, I'm I'm grateful that my type is the last one we cover in this episode because it's all going to make sense and you're just going to leave feeling very uh, gr- uh, satisfied. I almost said gratified, which is grateful and satisfied. I just made up a word. <laughs> I am on a roll. 
Okay. I got to stop this because if I if I let myself jump off the deep end, I'm never coming back. It's not going to happen. Okay. What was I saying last? Oh, yes. Stressors for you are excessive socializing, which if you remember, if you were born in the past five years, you probably remember what socialize or the opposite. Would it be the opposite? <laughs> God. God. It's going to kill me. Okay. Seriously, I'm going to slap myself on the face any second. Uh, Other things that stress you out are rigid rules (laughs) and structures. (laughs) So probably, you're probably not handling quarantine well. Uh, You don't do well in emotionally turbulent situations. So are you okay right now? (laughs) If you need a friend, I'm here. Uh, You don't like to be restricted on your creativity and having to do things by the book. Okay. Hold on. At your best, you are highly independent troubleshooters and conceptualizers. You're skilled at seeing a problem from multiple angles and asking the difficult questions that other people avoid. That, I I absolutely respect that. That is a hard thing to do. Thank God we have those types who do that naturally. Uh, you challenge yourselves and others to think objectively and find new and better solutions to problems. Open-minded and creative, you enjoy learning from a variety of people even people who are the opposites in terms of type preferences. You love to theorize and discuss abstractions, and you're quick to see hidden meanings and connections that can be usable to understand a situation more deeply. At your healthiest, as an INTP, you know that you have weaknesses in the areas of sensing and feeling. You enjoy asking advice from people with sensing and feeling preferences so that you can round out their abilities and strengths and be aware of any gaps in their thinking. And also I would include that you can do that for yourself as well. Uh, You're more conscientious, why can't I talk, of others. You're more aware of your own health needs and you're able to bring your ideas out of your own mind and into the real world with ingenious creativity. And I love that. So unhealthy INTPs, you guys, when you're unhealthy, tend to create strategies to cope with life. In these phases, you tend to repress your emotions and you consider them irrelevant. You're often overly cynical and negative, sarcastically putting down any ideas that have any logical inconsistencies or perceived flaws. It's important for you to rationalize everything that happens around you, even situations that are impossible to rationalize. That is a dangerous game. Uh, you will become increasingly reclusive, deciding that if you shut others out of your lives, you can avoid appearing incompetent or dealing with power struggles. You can become fixated on getting all the details right in your life, which can make you appeal, appeal, seriously. Pull it together. You you can become fixated on getting all the details right in your life, which can make you appear more like introverted sensing personality types, which I don't know why that's a weakness. (laughs) Just saying. Um, But whatever. Now we're going to, I'm going to tell you real quick about your famous people, the famous INTPs. We have 
Bill Gates, Kristen Stewart, my boy, my boy, Albert Einstein. Love him. Uh, Stanley Crouch, Isaac Newton, Ellen Page, Socrates, Dwight D. Eisenhower, C.G. Young, who also, actually, fun fact, had a part. He played a big part in this personality test that I'm talking to you about. Then we have Tiger Woods, Charles Darwin, and Neo, the character in The Matrix. This is what I'm made with. This is love. For all of my ESFJ types out there, you are conscientious helpers, sensitive to the needs of others, and energetically dedicated to your responsibilities. You are highly attuned to your emotional environment and attentive to both the feelings of others and the perception that others have of you. ESFJs like a sense of harmony and cooperation around them, and they are eager to please and provide. So you are loyal and you value loyalty and tradition and usually make your family and friends your top priority. You are generous with your time, effort, and emotions, and you often take on the concerns of others as if they were your own, and you'll attempt to put your significant organizational talents to use to bring order to other people's lives. ESFJs act according to a strict moral code and you look for others to do the same. You often see things in terms of black and white, right and wrong, and you are typically not shy about sharing your evaluations of others' behavior. So far, I'm on board with this, but I'm not a fan of that at all. That feels like the opposite of me, which is fine. Like I've mentioned before, there is no right or wrong. I'm just making an observation. That's it. And I have that right. So do you, so feel free. Continuing on, uh, ESFJs seek harmony and cooperation and feel that this is best accomplished when everyone follows the same set of rules. I'm gonna, probably going to throw up soon. <laughs> Just saying. You have a sense of order in the way people relate to one another and often you take on roles that allow you to help enforce that social order. You feel a sense of personal responsibility for other people's needs, and you're usually eager to get involved and help out. You tend to be serious and practical, dutifully putting business before pleasure, especially the business of caring for others. You typically enjoy routine and often keep a regular schedule that allows you to be organized and productive. ESFJs often, they can often be found playing host or hostess. Again, I'm probably going to throw up. <laughs> they tend to take on the role of organizer without hesitation and want to be sure that everyone is taken care of. So roles such as, uh, let's see, committee leader, um, event planner, church volunteer, all of those types of roles suit the ESFJ pretty well. You're typically engaged with your commit commitments. Probably, that's probably true, but you're typically engaged with your communities and you work hard to do your part in maintaining the social order. ESFJs are interested in other people and you like to know the details of their lives. Gossip is a favorite pastime of many ESFJs. You guys love to share stories about the people around you. Now I am going to throw up. I Gossip makes me so incredibly uncomfortable. My skin is crawling just talking about it. 
Whew, I'm not a fan. Okay. I feel like I need to leave the room and I'm the only one in it. <laughs> okay, I'll st- I will stop. I will do my best. I'm not going to promise anything. Um, ESFJs have a clear moral code that guides your behavior and your expectations from others. You often have strong opinions about how people should behave and what is the proper thing to do. Manners and other codes of social interaction are often of great interest to you. You may think in terms of black and white, right and wrong, like I mentioned before, and you can be judgmental of others who don't think basically the same way you do. And you might even think that the way they think, because it's different, is inappropriate. But you have the best of intentions. You simply want everyone to follow the rules so that we can all get along and be happy. The ESFJ wants things to be all right with the people around you. So that makes sense. And you might become very involved with other people's problems and concerns because I have a feeling you're going to want to correct it in your vision of what correct is. Um, so there are popular leisure activities for ESFJs, like just hanging out, I guess, for you guys on the side. You like to volunteer in community, charity, or religious organizations. And you like to celebrate holidays and family traditions. You like to cook. You like to entertain. And you like social sports. Guess what? This girl is out. I don't know that we're ever going to cross paths <laughs> unless it's on accident. Um, and ESFJ has some strengths, which include strong practical skills. Um, you are warm and sensitive. You are loyal and dutiful. And you stand up to be counted. You're not intimidated by challenges. You are not afraid to be seen. You, which I love this. This is something I can respect and admire. Not that I disrespect the others. I just can't relate. It's, I'm going to say it again, probably 20 more times. There's no good or bad, right or wrong, but I just can't relate. But this I can respect. And I really, really like this. You're not afraid to get out there and do the damn thing. Get after it. So weaknesses of an ESFJ type are sometimes you can be rigid and judgmental. You tend to be reluctant to improvise. You're kind of known to be needy. You need to be noticed, acknowledged, appreciated, and you want others to see you as helpful, trustworthy, and virtuous, which means that your self-worth will rise or fall based on what everyone else sees you as, and that's not healthy. However, it's human, so I get that. Uh, you also have a lack of creative thinking because you're so focused on the here and now that you miss opportunities for growth or the silver lining, things like that. Some famous ESFJs are Taylor Swift, Jennifer Garner, Bill Clinton, Steve Harvey, Jennifer Lopez, Sally Field, Tyra Banks, Mary Tyler Moore, Desi Arnaz, he is the one who played Ricky Ricardo. Uh, Terry Bradshaw, he is an NFL quarterback. I might say this name wrong. Elvis Stoshko, he is a Canadian Olympic figure skater. We also have Nancy Kerrigan, who is a U.S. Olympic figure skater. Rachel McAdams. And then two characters from Game of Thrones, Sansa Stark and Cersei Lannister. Not a clue, but those people, those characters 
fictional they may be, they are based off of ESFJs and all the rest are real people and they are known ESFJs. This is what I'm made with. This is love. If you didn't hear your type, no worries. That's exactly what next week is for. Also, for anyone who's paying attention, I only covered five of the eight types I mentioned at the beginning. Uh, because in order to understand the different types, I had to explain the concept of the MBTI so that you could understand the whole picture. And laying the groundwork for that took a little longer than I expected. So I am doing what I do best, improvising. Instead of eight types, I'll be covering the other 11 next Tuesday, which is April 7th. Okay, let me recap and bring us all together on the same page. In this episode, I told you about these types, ESTJ, INTJ, ESTP, INTP, and ESFJ. Next week, you'll learn about the following, INFJ, ESFP, INFP, ISTJ, ENTJ, ISTP, ENTP, ISFJ, ENFJ, ISFP, and ENFP. To find out your type or learn more about Myers-Briggs, definitely check out the sources I give you, and those can be found in the show notes. Have a wonderful day, whichever day it is. (laughs) Seriously, anyone else out there barely hanging on to reality? Just me? Cool. Cool. I'm not surprised. If you are struggling, um, reach out to me. I'm here for you because it's it's a thing. I have no idea what day it is half the time. I am sending you lots of love to your corner of the world, and I can't wait to be back with you again next week. A toodaler, bitches. By the way, that's see you later in French. Goodbye. Piss out. This is a Yellow Wave production.